In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. because here in this land we unleash the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth the price for this freedom at times has been high but we have never been unwilling to pay that price those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bello Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man Martin Treptow, 
who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. We are Americans, ladies and gentlemen. We will not surrender. We will not fail. Because we are blessed by Almighty God. And if that cold open did not give you goosebumps, and if that cold open didn't bring a tear to your eye, then I'm afraid that you never knew or you've forgotten what being an American really is. We're not better than anybody else. We're not worse than anybody else. We're special in our own God-given way, in our own God-given rights. We are special people, similar to the way the Jewish were a special blessed people. We built our country, the foundation, the building blocks, everything that our society sits upon today, we built it based on the Bible and the commandments of God Almighty and the teachings of Jesus Christ. So when we say happy Memorial Day, and for those out there who say what's happy about it, it's a good question. Freedom. Children, the freedom to sit on your back deck today, remembering those maybe in your family who passed away to give you that ability to barbecue today and you watch your kids in the yard playing, freedom, happy. When you watch your children grow up through school and dodge the onslaught of fake news and non-binaryism, if that's even a word, and you watch them grow up to be successful and have their own kids and pass down the traditions of this country, that's freedom and that's happy. Every one of us who's watching this show today have probably had somebody die in combat for freedom. 
Jesus suffered for us our salvation, but is it called the good news? It is. It's called the good news because of the why, not the what. So happy Memorial Day. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Live free or die, and that is possible by the people that we've lost in this great country, men and women alike. And even some them-theys, human beings fighting for freedom. That's what we're remembering. So thank you guys all for being here today. And it's very important that we continue to remember our past so that we can save our future. And Memorial Day is a perfect day to remember our past so that we can save our future. And it's very important that your schools, whether your child is in public school or private, that you push that school to teach American history. American history because it's America first. Now I can imagine... Obama today would probably say something along the lines of what he said the other day in the wake of the tragedy in Uvalde, Texas. He'd probably say, "Uh, my fellow Americans, uh, today is a day uh, to remember. Uh, Today is a day to make sure that we remember those who who died for our our freedom and and, 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 and our children's future. But why don't you set aside your memories? Uh, of the men and women who died across seas, overseas and abroad. Uh, And remember George Floyd. Take this time on Memorial Day to uh, remember George Floyd Uh, because because he is the the embodiment of an American. And, 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 And he needs to be remembered more than the military men and women who fight for freedom every day. God bless America. That's what, that is what, that is what Obama would say today. Happy Memorial Day, but uh, think of George Floyd today. Think of the knee on his neck. Uh, think of all the crimes he committed and, 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 and the women he beat and, and the babies that he caused miscarriages uh, because he punched them in the stomach. Remember that guy. Don't remember the people who died for your freedom. That's what he would say today. But we say Happy Memorial Day, and we actually do remember those who did fight for our freedoms. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, On this Memorial Day, I think it's time to go to the Lord. Because how precious is the Lord? How precious is our freedom? How precious are the lives of of the men and women that we lost for our freedom? And the newsletter today, the verse of the day, is titled, How Precious is the Love of Jesus? Honor, tradition, integrity, and courage. Valor. Those are some of the words that I would use to describe the importance of this day. May God bless all those who fought for our freedoms and lost their lives to secure it. Are you willing to do the same thing for Christ? Shouldn't we honor these men and women by following in their footsteps and also fighting for the freedom and the salvation of the people in this country and around the world? Let's make them proud. And let's honor God. Verse of the day, Ephesians 3, 16 through 18. Again, Ephesians 3, 16 through 18. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resource, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow into God's love and keep you strong. 
And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love really is. Jesus' love is better than life itself. For all those really listening, Jesus' love is better than life itself. We should be grateful that there is no limit to his love. Whether in quality, quantity, or duration, his love is priceless. His love for you is so precious that it's worth losing everything else to secure it. Like the men and women who lost their lives to secure our freedom. If you don't understand the importance of that statement, then there is much more for you to learn about in your relationship with him. When the Bible tells us not to have fear and trust in Jesus. It's very real, folks. It's hard for us to wrap our minds around being able to do that while we are in the flesh suffering. However, remember that Jesus understands suffering all too well. It's not, it's not like he is some God that has never experienced what you're going through and telling you to be better because he has experienced it and more. We should trust the wisdom of people who have been there and done that, or better yet, been there and survived that. I pray that all of us can learn to trust Jesus more than we already do, because it can never be too much. In his majestic and glorious name we pray. Amen. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one, and let's go to the Lord together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, because we are built on a Judeo-Christian foundation with Judeo-Christian morals, there is so many similarities to what a soldier goes through, to what Jesus went through, to secure basically the same thing, freedom. We're going to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. We've got a great show lined up for you, so stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. And ladies and gentlemen, yes, we are doing commercial breaks because there's only one show today being Memorial Day. Uh, we have uh, plans, com- people coming over to our home this, this afternoon and this evening, and uh, so there will only be one show, but I wanted to make sure we got one show in at least. So that's why we are taping for Real America's Voice News tonight. For those of you who are here, I know it's not the regular uh, crowd that we're we're used to because it is Memorial Day. But for those of you who are here, I want to say thank you very much for, uh, for joining in today when I know you probably have things that you could be doing, especially around the yard with your families. I know the news is important. This is not just going to be a Memorial Day special. We are going to give news, news that happened over the weekend and Friday evening and, and, and uh, here and around the world. So thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. I do want to give you a quick update, if I can, on where we are uh, for the show, 
finances, and plans. Uh, so right now we are currently funded all the way almost to the end of June. So we are, we're about 30 days ahead again, which is absolutely great and a, a blessing from God. So just know that everything you guys do, whether it's Rumble Rants or whether it's on JeremyHarrell.com, has helped to secure that, including the promo codes with other businesses that we partner with. Everything is really is really going well. Uh, as we get into doing LFA TV, here is how it will work. The, the, the stations or the, the platforms that you watch on right now will continue to be the platforms that you watch LFA TV. Live from America will still be the same times as Live from America, but there will also be other shows on before and after Live from America and we'll work on the 24-hour programming, although it will probably start between, between a 6 and a 10-hour programming, but at least you'll have shows that are, are conservative, uh, MAGA, America First-minded, and, uh, and very different, a lot of diversity as well. And so we're working on that for, to be LFA TV, and you'll be able to access that on all the platforms that you already access it on, plus more, okay? We are not going to let uh, anybody stop the growth of this network and God's message. So I just want to say thank you all for actually helping build that. It's your grace and your finances and your funds and your support that's been able to get us from the backyard rants to actually having a network of news that that you can actually count on that is actually true. So, again, thank you all very much. Let's come back from this break and let's get right into it. I don't want to keep you longer than I have to today. I just knew we had to at least do one show. So if you're watching on Rumble or anywhere else, please share. Getter, please share. God bless you guys. And here we go. Welcome back to Live from America on this beautiful and wonderful day of remembrance for, our, uh, for the men and women who, who, who passed away to secure our freedom in this nation. And I want to thank you all very much no matter what time zone you're in, for watching Live from America today. It's only going to get, um, Live from America is only going to get bigger from here, and I can't wait to see what happens next. So thank you guys all. Let's lift our cups up and have our first slurp here on LFA. Let's get into it. You ready to rumble? I'm ready to rumble. Let's talk about President Trump's rally in Wyoming this weekend. What a rally it was, folks, as most of you probably saw it. But just in case you didn't, let's go over a little bit about it because he was full of energy. He had a lot of high points. He had a couple low points, but it really wasn't due to President Trump himself. We will get to that as well. But a whole new energy, a whole new attack dog coming out of President Trump that I've been waiting to see for quite some time now. Because as we get closer to the midterms, you can see President Trump is starting to ramp up his President Trumpness, if you know what I mean. Now, the fake news media did their best to suppress the following and the power that President Trump still holds in his base. And when I say power, do you know what I mean? I don't mean that he is a king, even though he is the MAGA king, his highness, the MAGA king. Um, but what I'm talking about is the people. And where has the power always resided in the United States of America? The power of we the people. That is where Donald Trump derives his power from. It is from we the people, and we give him that because we trust him. That's why politicians like Dan Crenshaw, Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of the losers, they don't have real power. They have self-made power, like the Pharisees. But we're here to tear that all down, just as Jesus did so long ago. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so they did their best. The fake news uh, mainstream media did their best to suppress the size of the crowd there. Now, now that we now that Elon Musk has exposed Twitter for what we all knew was the problem with Twitter, which was 
nothing but fake news, fake bots, fake people, fake followings, fake numbers, fake everything. Now we're starting to understand that on social media where they can fake it, they can make it look like the left has more support than they actually do. That's why we found out that literally half of resident Corn Pop's followers on Twitter were fake. And in real life, they suppressed the actual size of the following from the, of the right because they don't want the world to see that nobody likes their policies, nobody thinks their policies are popular, and nobody is benefiting from their policies. That's what they do. That is exactly what they do. So we're going to highlight the Salt, the Salt Lake Tribune uh, because they actually had to jump all over this and make it look like President Trump's rally was weak, ineffective, and that Trump is losing support. So what they did is they shared out a picture, the Salt Lake Tribune, of what President Trump's rally looked like earlier in the afternoon when barely anybody was even out yet or made it there. Let me show you what they, what they showed. Check this out. This is what they showed. They said, there's still a line outside. Not sure how many people are waiting to get in. However, here's President Trump's rally prior to him coming out for his speech. A lot of empty seats. As you can see, nearly the entire place is empty. Why? Because this was the first crowd that was allowed to get in, folks. This was the first bit of the crowd that was allowed to get in. So in Dan Scavino fashion, of course, the President Trump's social media king there, Dan Scavino, he actually posted what really happened on that day. So if we can pull that video up real quick here, let's see exactly what President Trump's rally really looked like. Check this out, folks. It was a lot bigger than than what the Salt Lake Tribune showed. Salt Lake Tribune, that looks really empty to me. How dare President Trump come all the way to Wyoming when he has zero support? <laughs> Don't you love it when they get, when they get caught in their own spin, their own web, uh, web of lies? The Salt Lake Tribune ought to be ashamed of itself. But you know what? We're not new. That's nothing new. We've been experiencing that since 2016. It is what it is. As a matter of fact, for the Salt Lake Tribune, in case any of their lapdog lackeys are watching, which you never know, Life from America is a pretty far reach these days, um, not only was it a full crowd, but I'd like to inform you that it was also the biggest crowd in the history of Wyoming for a rally. The biggest crowd in history. Can I say that one more time? The biggest crowd in history. Hey, have you guys ever heard that story of the fake phony warmonger's daughter who literally lost her entire political career for being stupid? Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that story too. Her name is uh, the yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney. And um, as 
based on what I saw in Wyoming, which was the biggest crowd in the history of Wyoming, um, I'd like to say um, RIP, not rest in peace, rotten pieces, to Liz Cheney's political future. Um, That's what you get for going woke, because we all know going woke will make you go. Yeah, you guys know the rest. Now, here's what I want to do. I want to show you exactly what President Trump did to Mrs. Liz Cheney. I don't even know if I want to give her that kind of a formal uh, a title. But Miss Liz Cheney, President Trump went in on her big time. Absolutely demolished her, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go now uh, to, to that video where President Trump is talking about Liz Cheney. And then what he did was even more epic. President Trump, here we go. Wyoming thought you were electing a conservative warrior, but instead you got a lapdog for Pelosi and a human soundbite machine for CNN and MSDNC. MSDNC. Liz Cheney hates the voters of the Republican Party, and she has for longer than you would know. Wyoming deserves a congresswoman who stands up for you and your values, not one who spends all of her time putting you down, going after your president in the most vicious way possible, and loving endless, nonsensical, bloody, horrible wars that never end. They just never end. The Cheneys are diehard globalists and warmongers who have been plunging us into new conflicts for decades, spilling American blood and spending American treasure all over the world. The Cheneys, along with George Bush, didn't even have the courage to pardon Scooter Libby. He was their big protector. You know, he protected George Bush very badly. He could have been in big trouble, and so could Cheney. And they didn't do it. You know who did it? I did it. I gave him a pardon. Scooter Libby, right? I want to thank Real America's Voice News for that uh, live coverage uh, of the Wyoming rally. Real America's Voice News is literally starting to top, uh, top the charts of, uh, of new media in this country, and it's, it's an honor to be a part. Uh, now, the, the other great thing that President Trump did uh, during this rally was not only call Liz Cheney out for being exactly what she is, but while he was doing that, this is what he was showing up on the Jumbotron. Wait till you guys see this. <laughs> now, if you guys remember, this picture was circulating the Internet a few months ago, but this is a morph between George Bush and Liz Cheney just to represent the dynasty of the Bush-Cheney family And, of course, we all know what Dick Cheney did. He played George Bush like an absolute puppet, like a fool, just like resident corn pop is being played right now in the White House illegally and illegitimately in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And these dynasties are coming to an end because the American people from the left, from the right, and from the middle are all starting to wake up and say, no, something's not right here. Now, at the beginning of the show, I told you there were some high points and there were some low points. Well, the high points were all definitely from our President Donald J. Trump, rightful president of the United States of America, who won more votes than any sitting president in the United States history, but still somehow got beat out by the illegitimate guy with the circles. Anyway, long story short, folks, let's go to the low point. And the low point happened to be at that moment in time when President Trump decided to put Kevin McCoward on the screen, on the jumbotron. And I've been telling you guys about the real voice of America and what we feel about Kevin McCoward for quite some time. But why don't you just see for yourself what the crowd thought of old Kevin McCarthy, Kevin McCoward, when President Trump decided to put him on the jumbotron. Check this out. Leader Kevin McCarthy, 
Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik and Representative Jim Jordan. Hello, Wyoming. I'm Kevin McCarthy, and I'm the Republican leader of the United States House of Representatives. I'm from Bakersfield, California, and many of the challenges we're addressing in our Central Valley are similar to the most important issues facing you in Wyoming. Water rights, public lands, jobs, and inflation. Wyoming needs a congresswoman in the House of Representatives who prioritizes the needs of her constituents. But unfortunately, you don't have that. Instead, you have a congresswoman who is obsessed with attacking President Donald J. Trump and pandering to the liberal media. Fortunately, on Tuesday, August 16th, you have a chance to vote for a tireless advocate for the people of Wyoming, Harriet Hageman. Raised on. Do you guys know why Kevin McCoward doesn't go to these things himself and why he does them on camera? Because he is a coward. He's afraid to stand there and let them boo him to his face. And I hate to say it, but Liz Cheney's got a heck of a lot bigger of a backbone than Kevin McCoward. As wrong as she is and as evil as she is, she's a heck of a lot stronger than that loser. And you want to know what I think is great about that? Here's the, here's the glass half full. Here's the silver lining, folks. President Trump learned, I think, something that day. He learned that the people actually can't stand Kevin McCoward. That nobody wants Kevin McCoward in that leadership role. So the good thing about President Trump bringing uh, Kevin McCoward out on these rally, or uh, at least the video of Kevin McCoward, video uh, Digi McCoward, uh, the good thing about that is President Trump got to hear from his base, which is us, which is the people that give him that power I talked about, and we, they, he heard loud and clearly, no more Mitch McConnell. And when President Trump heard us loud and clearly on the vaccines, he, sh- he stopped talking about that, didn't he? Now President Trump needs to hear us loud and clearly when it comes to Kevin McCoward and get rid of that dead weight. Another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. We will be back right after this. Remember, listen to the people. That's how you win. Be right back. I loved hearing those boos. I loved it. Now I will say Jim Jordan got some uh, Jim Jordan got some some uh, some cheers. But Jim Jordan needs to be careful because what he said a week ago almost hurt him. Almost hurt him. Can't miss a show, Jeremy. Hope your game plan works out for us. Can't miss a show. Hope your game plan works out for us. Not sure what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, me not having a show tonight? Is that what you're talking about? I'm not sure. Let me know what you mean by that. Or let the producer know so he can tell me, okay? Can't miss a show. Hope we can trust your game plan. Anyway, let's go over to Getter real quick. I want to say hi to everybody watching on Getter. We've got a uh, nice crowd of people over there who are uh, actively reposting and getting the word out there. And I do really love the Getter chat. I think the Getter chat's great. Nick Ratliff, how you doing, man? This November, we're cleaning house. Amen. We've got Amanda Collins watching over there as well. Let's go. Brandon is in the building on Getter. Good to see you. Carol A.M., how are you? Oh, it's Alan Carol Morris. How you doing, you guys? Good to see you from Michigan. Ruby Hines is here, always on time. Golbez, I hope we clean house. Oh, we will. We'll clean house. We may not get rid of every piece of dirt, but we will clean house. Um, just reading some of the comments here, trying to get a sense of what that guy was talking about. But anyway... 
Appreciate you guys. Appreciate the Rumble rants coming in. And uh, I appreciate the, uh, the people who don't agree with us watching, too. It actually helps the algorithms and uh, gets us right in line for where we need to be. Little, little do they know it or not, they're actually helping us quite a bit. So it's really great to have them here as well. So thank you and welcome. Hopefully you guys can all learn something. Here we go. Back to the show. And we are back here live on Real America's Voice News, live from America, here from the great state, uh, live free or die, New Hampshire. Uh, blessing to be here with you guys. Thank you very much on this uh, Memorial Day. And uh, again, we do a lot of stuff in life, but we need to remember why we have traditions, why we have culture, and when we need to just stop, slow everything down, and focus on what matters. And today, that's Memorial Day. Um, but here on Live from America, another very important thing that we do is rhino hunting. See, if we weren't rhino hunting every week, we would not know who to get out of office so that we can actually have free and fair elections and people who represent we the people rather than their own self-interest. So lock and load, folks. Get your passes. It is rhino time. I'll make you famous. Rhino hunting time, folks. And we got a, uh, you see, folks, when I told you the power of the people, voicing your opinion, whether it is popular or unpopular, is very important in the United States of America. Every time that a failed politician, whether they're Democrat, Republican, or uniparty, every politician that gets inundated with emails, inundated with phone calls, going out to their rallies and seeing them in person, going out to their speeches. Maybe they have a town hall speech going on. You go out and you get into their face and you look them in the eye and you say, look, we're not happy with that. All of that stuff works. It all works. And we've shown how it works on this show multiple times. So we're going to talk a little bit about that right now. And we're going to put a spotlight on one of the biggest rhinos in Wisconsin. And that is rhino Robin Voss, speaker of the Wisconsin House. Now, he was at a GOP convention speaking, and he actually just like like Kevin McCoward, he just got booed. And why was he booed? Again, ladies and gentlemen, because he's not doing the will of the people. And when you don't do the will of the people, people tend to not like that. So here goes Robin Voss being booed. Right now, the state GOP convention underway just outside of Madison. A group of Republicans just hours ago booing Assembly Speaker Robin Voss. 12 News' Matt Smith is there. It was a year ago at this state GOP convention, Assembly Speaker Robin Voss introduced Michael Gableman as the special counsel to oversee the review of the 2020 election. And now today... But I am going to say something that I'm sorry many of you might not want to hear, but we have no ability to decertify the election and go back and nullify it. We do not. Hang on. All right, I'm going to ask you to be respectful. We can say no, I know you disagree, and there's some of us that disagree on it. But let him talk. Speaker, the booze when you talked about the election, what does that say about the state of the party? It says that there's diversity of thought. That's what I said if you listen to my comments afterward. It's that we are the party of free speech. We're not the party of cancel culture. Much more happening here throughout the evening. Coming up tonight at 10, we'll take you inside the endorsement process for governor. And tomorrow morning on Upfront, a full recap, including the Democratic response. In Middleton, I'm Matt Smith, WISN 12. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to hear? Hold on. Shut that video up. You want to hear a, 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 a response, a rhino response? 
ask a rhino where you're getting booed everywhere you go and your entire base can't stand you. But what do you think of that? Oh, I just think it's great that we have diversity of thought. You're calling that diversity of thought? You're calling not doing your job, the job that, the, that the, your constituents, the people who put you there, overwhelmingly, it's not even like it's a split. If it was a 50-50 split, I'd say okay. But there are far less um, rhinos in our party than we think. It's just that they have the loudest voices, they have the biggest backing, and they've been there the longest. So they have the tenure. But there is far more America First MAGA uh, Republicans than there are the swamp. So when we ask you to do something and you don't do it, and you say, well, it's a great thing that we have diversity of thought. The, the, his career is over. His career is over. And the Republican legislature needs to get their button gear in Wisconsin and stop pandering to him and start pandering to the people who put you there to begin with. The Wisconsin legislature is nothing but a bunch of cowards. I can tell you that. For keeping him in place, knowing that the people in Wisconsin, the Republicans in Wisconsin, don't want him there. So now, when my, uh, <laughs> when my family overwhelmingly disagrees with me, from my wife all the way down to my children, I'll say, hey, it's a great thing we have di- uh, diversity of thought, but you're going to do what I say, period. Not a good look. For old Robin Voss, not a good look for the Republicans in the state of Wisconsin, to be honest with you, because they just voted to keep him there. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give the Republican legislature in Wisconsin. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. And speak specifically that guy that got up there and said, hey, 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 you need to be respectful. No, it's called the First Amendment. He needs to be respectful, uh, respectful by doing his damn job. That's who needs to be respectful. Don't get on the people for voicing their opinion at a convention where these losers show their face in public. No, no, you don't jump on the people. You jump on the candidate. And for that guy to stand up and go, let's be respectful. You're another rhino scumbag, and we're going to find out who you are, too. And we're going to make sure that we tell you exactly what we think of you. We're not going to let you push this party around anymore, okay? We're not afraid of the Uniparty. We're not afraid of the Democrats. We're sure as heck not afraid of low-energy Jeb Bush and the rest of the rhino establishment. And I told you last week, it's time to bring it. So bring it. Now, while we're throwing out the trash, to keep consistent with taking out the trash, I should say, Let's go and talk about Fox News because they hit an all-time low, folks. They, Fox News this weekend hit an all-time low in integrity. And if any of you watch Fox News after this, outside of maybe Tucker, okay, I'll give you that one. There's a couple people there, maybe even one more than Tucker. There's a couple there that should just leave Fox and go on their own because they'd bring their entire audience with them and they'd make more money anyway. But nobody should be watching Fox News on the regular after they see what I'm about to show you. Fox News did a bad thing by not even uh, speaking of the election fraud, okay? That's one thing. Hiding the election fraud by not speaking of it because you're too much of a coward to stand up for freedom of speech, freedom of speech of the press, especially when you have active proof and evidence just because you're afraid to get a lawsuit, that's one thing. But when you actively regurgitate CNN propaganda from your show hosts by using the word debunked and stopping... Uh, in this case, Mo Brooks from talking about the election fraud. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Fox News has hit an all-time low. Check this out. 2,000 Mules documentary that has come out. Look at how many mass mail-out of ballots been, there were across okay, the United I, States for which we have no security. 
Okay, um, and, and that has been looked at and fact-checked by multiple outlets, including Reuters, who have debunked that as any sort of proof that there was widespread voter fraud. I'm sorry, but other January people have fact-checked it and find you Jan absolutely wrong, Sandra, January but keep going 6th. with that story if you wish. Okay, thank you, sir. Respectfully, I want to move on to January 6th. Whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Like, Trace, we've results. called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Yeah. So and I think Do you see the absolute, like, failure of an operating brain that's going on in that woman's head between her two ears? What a failure. She's like, what? But, but Trace, we called it. Oh, I'm sorry. The gods on Fox News Mountain. Called the election, folks. Well, I guess we all better bow down to Fox News. What? What What are you talking about? We called it. Airhead award of the day for that moron. And to say it's been wildly debunked. Are you you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Then why are there people being arrested for it right now? And and pleading guilty as a result of the uh, 2000 Mules document documentary. Why? Why? Why is anybody pleading guilty? Morons. Fox News, biggest rhinos, ought to be dealt with, ought to be handled, ought to have repercussions. Not going to fly, folks. Now, in other news, as we're continuing to keep up with taking out the trash, because I figured you're going to want to know this one, folks. Nancy Pelosi's husband just couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't take it anymore. Nancy Pelosi's husband couldn't take it anymore, and he tried to run from her, even tried to run abroad from that stretchy-faced hag, left the country in a drunken stupor. Poor man. Actually, the real story is, ladies and gentlemen, that wino, punch-drunk, stretch-faced Armstrong Pelosi's husband got a DUI abroad, ladies and gentlemen. I know, in Napa County, excuse me, in Napa County for driving under the influence of alcohol. I, I was saying that it, to get away from her, you'd have to go around, you'd have to leave the country to get away from her in a drunken stupor. But he got caught in Napa County for driving under the influence, a DUI. Some call it a DUI, some call it other things. Driving under the influence, driving while intoxicated, whatever you want to call it. Paul Pelosi on Saturday night was arrested in Napa County for driving under the influence of alcohol. 82 years old, was arrested, booked, and jailed on two counts just before midnight Saturday night. Reported first by TMZ. Well, that's great. That's what you get in California. But anyway, what did he get out on a whole $5,000 bond? Either way, it's still a great story to talk about. Currently in Rhode Island, delivering a commencement speech at Brown University was Nancy Pelosi when all this happened. Pelosi spokesperson Drew Hamill released a statement on, uh, on reports of Pelosi's arrest. The speaker will not be commenting on his private matter which occurred while she was on the East Coast, said, this, said the uh, spokesperson. Well, of course not. They don't want to talk about that. How are you going to get somebody out there to talk about her husband's drunk driving arrest while she's drunk? I don't want to, I, I don't want to talk about, I, I want to talk about the, the I, I want to talk about the issues affecting the majority of, People, no, Nancy Pelosi. We want to talk about your drunk husband and how off the rails you really are, and how it's time for you to get out of our uh, elected, the elected seat of Speaker of the House. Sick and tired of it. We'll be right back right after this. 
There are no words when you're trying to talk like Nancy Pelosi. You even yourself, yourself, you get dumber trying to speak like Nancy Pelosi. You lose words. You lose words and you just can't get can't get them out. You know what I mean? That's what happens when you're around a liberal too long. You start becoming a communist Marxist moron. Just like that. Just like them. <laughs> Woo! Oh, that's what $12,000 of ice cream does to you. <laughs> Good one. Love your impersonation of the drunk broad, says Sandy. <laughs> it's better than uh, to send him home to Nancy. It's a better punishment to send him home to Nancy. <laughs> Jail would be a vacation for the guy. Well, don't forget, he's involved in all of the stock trading crap, too. So, you know, he's right there along with her for sure. Oh, stretchy face Armstrong. She just can't get it, can she? She can't get it right, folks. Poor girl. Poor old Nancy. Poor drunk stretch face Armstrong. Anyway, let's come back from this commercial break. Get into the next segment. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry there for the loss of words at the end. I just explained to the audience that when you, when you start talking like Nancy Pelosi and acting, acting drunk, you start becoming more dumb yourself. So that's a good, uh, for you kids out there watching, stay away from Marxist, communist, moronic liberals, okay? Because you'll uh, end up do, uh, doing that or acting like Obama, da ba 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 Obama, and, and it's just not good for you. The more you're around those kind of people, the more you become like those people. Remember that. Anyway, a quick word from our sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a small, medium, or even a large business and you want to grow it bigger, especially in a Biden economy, you're going to need help uh, for professionals who actually uh, work with other conservatives to grow their business. And I know that there's some businesses that are on the American Strong Company tab on JeremyHerald.com. Our free uh, business directory to shop only with conservatives. They're using this as well. Anthem Software. It is a CRM that will help you keep track of all your customer relations. It'll give you advice on how to grow and how to grow with those customers, how to you grow your relationship with, with uh, current and future customers. And you definitely want to give them a try if you have a smaller uh, medium business that you want to get bigger. And uh, that is Anthem Software. So go to AnthemSoftware.com or call 855 269 AnthemSoftware.com. Check them out, guys. They, uh, they support us and fill in the gaps. I want to thank you for the Rumble Rant donations. Thank you, RJ Cat. Thank you, Donnie C. Thank you for all of you guys. You guys are great. And uh, they really enjoyed the impersonation, I guessed. Anyway, with the, uh, with the ruling of Roe v. Wade, probably one of the biggest things that are, that's actually going on that, uh, that the world tries to keep you, uh, you know, shielded from and that is the murdering of our babies you know the world tries to keep you shielded away from understanding what businesses are profiting off it what businesses are actually making money because somebody decides to murder one of their babies in their womb so they're going to keep you away from that but that's why i've said that probably the most important uh thing for me in my lifetime is to see the end of roe v wade and completely the, the, uh, the abolition of uh, abortion across the United States, I doubt we'll ever get there, but it's a good start. And I said it was always key to having a blessed nation again was saving our babies. The, the, the longer we kept up with, with the non, uh, nonsense of killing our babies, the longer this uh, country was just going to fall deeper and deeper into the depths of hell. And it was catamount that we, that we focused on this, and we are. So with the ruling of Roe v. Wade on the brink of being decided and handed down, 
The left seems to have radical purple-haired street freaks on, uh, on retainer all over the country, just camped out, waiting to do whatever they are told. And it's, uh, it's going to be a bad day um, in, in our societies because these people are going to freak out. It won't only be a bad day, it'll probably be a bad month. But I can tell you this, folks, it's worth it. One baby's life is worth what we're going to endure with these purple-haired street freaks sent out by the Democrat machine. But right now, folks, radical left-wing groups release plans, actual plans, folks, to blockade the Supreme Court over the Roe v. Wade ruling. And this is much worse than the January 6th protesters' actions, folks, placing them in the D.C. gulag for years now. This is an actual orchestrated plan by the left-wing radical groups. Let's go over and just show you real quick what this looks like. This is a map, folks. This is a map of where they are to blockade, where they are to rally, where they are to meet up, the vehicle in- the, the vehicular entrances into the state of the SCOTUS garage and everything. This is pre-planned. This is a premeditated attempt to literally stop justice from coming down from our most sacred institution, which is the Supreme Court of the United States of America. This will be the end of the Supreme Court in the United States, folks. What these guys are about ready to do. And the funny thing about it is, is the left wants them to do this. Far-left groups are planning to shut down Washington, D.C. These efforts are far worse than what happened on January 6th. A radical left-wing group is laying out plans to shut down the Supreme Court in response to a leaked opinion that overturns Roe v. Wade. Shutdown DC is the hashtag. So if you guys see the shutdown DC hashtag, report it. Report it for treason and insurrection or whatever it is you have to report it for. Uh, and that is if you're on the left-wing uh, outlets that, that, that peddle this kind of crap. Shutdown DC is planning to block streets adjoining the court to prevent the justices and their staff from reaching their chambers. Is that not insurrection? How is that not insurrection? How is that not obstruction of justice at the highest level? Intimidation of our Supreme Court. We talked about the law that, sh- that should be applied to put these purple-haired street freaks in prison for the rest of their God-given lives. I want to thank Jennifer Louise right now before we move on because I just seen she uh, donated a lot to the effort to stop killing babies to live from America. So Jennifer Louise, God bless you. Quote from the purple-haired street freaks. One of our goals would be to expand the current political crisis by shutting down the Supreme Court, one of the organizers said, and that is a quote. The group planned to blockade from, from Monday, June 13th, a day when the court will likely hand down the opinion. Shutdown DC is concocting its ploy amid continuing concerns over the Supreme Court's security and that of the justices following the unprecedented leak, which, by the way, somebody should be prosecuted just for that. The Department of Homeland Security's intelligence arm circulated a memo in May warning of a sharp rise in threats. We talked about that. To the high court, law enforcement is investigating violent threats from the pro-abortion extremists against members of the court as well as the court building itself um, is uh, secured, the memo said. The Tuesday night briefing, including more than 60 activists, was led by four or five organizers, some of whom concealed their identities 
The presentation included a detailed... That's a coward move, by the way. If you're going to take this kind of a radical stance and you're going to stand up there and say, we're going to fight the Supreme Court of the United States, at least have the common decency and the guts to show your face, you cowardice losers. And we've got a few of those rats in the chat right now watching, sitting there with their purple hair on, cutting their wrists, screaming to the sky with a pink hat, covering their purple hair, saying, I agree with all of this. The presentation included a detailed tactical plan for blocking access to the court's underground parking garage, which is the primary entry and exit point for employees and the justices themselves. The plan calls for demonstrators to obstruct two points near the court on 2nd Street and a third spot on A Street. So, because I know all of this right now, if these streets are not secured and if these purple-haired street freak losers do anything whatsoever to obstruct justice or to intimidate Supreme Court justices in these specific regions and quadrants... Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, it's all a setup, and you know that the destruction of America is on purpose, and it is, it is being orchestrated by a major political party of this country who has their little disgusting tentacles in every branch of our government and law enforcement. To coincide with the blockade, uh, Hashtag Shutdown DC is planning a rally in front of the court on 1st Street which lies between the U.S. Capitol and the court's Marble Plaza. Now, rallies are uh, constitutionally protected. Rally all you want. Stand out there and say the dumbest thing that nobody will ever remember for the entirety of this world all you want. That's fine. But all this other crap should be dealt with and should be dealt with quickly and swiftly. But it won't be because, like I said, all of it is being orchestrated by the left. Now, to keep up with some crazies here, let's talk about some other crazies. Do you know that we keep hearing from left-wing activists, morons, Marxists, communists, and specifically other countries about how dangerous our Second Amendment is and how bad the Second Amendment is? Right now, we're going to focus on Univision from Mexico. Yeah, you know, from the country that is controlled by communists and cartels. Yeah, we should listen to them about the Second Amendment. Hey, why don't we listen to the people of Australia about the Second Amendment? Why don't we listen to the people fighting for freedom up in Canada about the Second Amendment? Literally, why don't we speak to anybody in this world about them losing their guns and let's see what they say about it? Anyway, long story short, we're going to go to Univision, which is a crappy, crappy network as it is. And we're going to uh, listen to these morons talk about the First Amendment and how terrible it is and how dangerous it is and how we are just a bunch of gun manufacturing, murdering scumbags in this country. I just I like it. I, li I like to watch them and laugh at their stupidity, folks. Los musulmanes radicales, por ejemplo. Uh -huh. ¿no? Los musulmanes radicales, por ejemplo, siguen al pie de la letra el Corán. Al pie de la letra el Corán, ¿no? Y el Corán dice, como por ejemplo, las mujeres tienen que estar vestidas de negro completamente, las mujeres tienen que estar tapadas, y eso tiene un poco históricamente alguna explicación por la guerra, por la manera en que se mueven eh, siendo, siendo nómadas. Hago esta introducción para preguntarles. Hombre, eh, uno no puede seguir al pie de la letra el Corán, ya nos, nos hemos dado cuenta que esto es el extremismo. Seguir al pie de la letra y ceñirse a la segunda enmienda tiene explicación a la luz de los hechos que estamos viendo hoy. Franklin. Sí, la segunda enmienda existe para proteger a los ciudadanos del gobierno, para que en caso de que un gobierno totalitario intente utilizar el uso de la fuerza y violar tus derechos ¡Bum! individuales, tú puedas defenderte, pero además permita a los ciudadanos honestos que puedan defenderse contra los criminales que simplemente no siguen la ley. Esto es una evidencia. Se estima que en el año 2021, el año pasado, 1.600.000 veces las armas fueron utilizadas en defensa personal. Now that guy came on and gave the other guy a smackdown. What in the heck is going on, folks? 
where the people of the world tie the people that support having the Second Amendment to radical extremism. See, this is what they do. They're crazy, crazy individuals. See, on one hand, radical Islam, they go out and they intimidate and they attack people and they kill people. The Second Amendment keeps that from happening. And I would like to give that guy who actually, that other uh, journalist there, that Mexican journalist who, who laid the smackdown and told him what the Second Amendment really was, let's give him the Smarty Award. That was awesome. That guy got a shellacking, as they said in the comments, and that was beautiful to watch. It's beautiful to watch somebody get smacked down for something that they have no clue of to begin with, but pretend that they do. Don't you love this show? I love this show. I'm having a great time with Life from America. I hope you are, too. And to prove that, you can stay through this next commercial break so we can finish out this Memorial Day strong. We'll be right back. Woo, ladies and gentlemen, what a show today. I'm glad to have the ones that did stay or the ones that did tune in today here. Uh, so many folks decided, hey, you know what? I know it's Memorial Day, but I need my news. I need my life from America. Well, folks, pretty soon, LFA TV will be launched and you're going to get people like myself, people like Ben Berkwam. You're also going to get entertainment and leisure, but not the kind of entertainment and leisure you see on the rest of crappy TV. You're going to follow Dave Bray USA and all of his uh, journeys and all of his escapades of performing and who he's performing for. And you're going to get commentary about what it was like and what kind of first responders or police he was with that week or soldiers he was with that week. You're going to get people uh, like... um, uh, so many, Heather Mullins, Ben Berkwam, uh, uh, Will Johnson, myself, so many other people are going to be involved in this, and you're really going to love LFA TV. And like I said, we're probably going to start out with six to eight hours, with six to eight hours of everyday content, and then it'll just replay after that. So it'll probably go from like, I don't know, like maybe 10 in the morning until six at night, something like that. Um, it's going to become your favorite network because it's going to be... It's going to have a little bit of everything, and we all need a little bit of everything right now, okay? We can't just have the bad news. we got to have what's really going on in America. Give me a second here. I just got to click something back on here. You're very welcome, Evie. It was my pleasure. And you know what? I want to thank um, Elisha here as well, our, our producer here on Live from America, for being here on his Memorial Day weekend. He is a, uh, a big-time advocate for our vets. He's a big-time advocate for, for anybody who fights in our military and signs on that dotted, dotted line. So I'd like to thank him as well. Yes, we're making a LFA Network, LFA TV. Yes, we are. And we already got the building blocks for it. It's just about expanding and getting people involved. It's the right thing to do. There's no other station, not even RAV, as much as I love being here, that focuses wholly on real strong issues and shows fun and shows the good side of America, the traditions and the culture of America. We're really going really to hammer that home. I'm still going to be part of RAV, but we're going to have a, a beautiful network as well. So I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Jeremy, introduce him to all of us. Well, you guys seen a lot of him uh, when we were doing the video, right? Um, well, you'll see a lot more of him a lot sooner I, uh, than, than later, I think, folks. It's going to be a lot of great stuff going on here coming up, and uh, I can't wait for you guys to be a part of it. Let me get this next segment set up here real quick. Stay around for the end of the show. You're going to want to. I can promise you that. 
All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thank you for being here. So uh, very blessed to have you guys watch Live from America every single day. It's an honor and a blessing to have you here. Now, I want to end the show strong today. And the first thing I want to do is I want to show you the brand new trailer for the Armor of God video that drops on live uh, on Real America's Voice News. It'll debut on Steve Gruber's show on Friday. Here is the trailer to the Armor of God. I wear the armor of God now. Ladies and gentlemen, the armor of God, Dave Bray, USA, and myself, the song and the music video drops this Friday, and I can't wait for you guys to be a part of it. I know you're going to appreciate it. Now, the end of the show today, speaking of Dave Bray, USA, let's end strong, folks, and let's end with Dave Bray, USA's star-spangled banner on this Memorial Day weekend. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a happy Memorial Day, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.